Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. We thank him because he is forever good and may his name forever be glorified. Just want us to say something to us as we as we as we go because you know rightfully somebody uh, it was mentioned on the call yesterday when we were doing prayers saying so that you know we that you know there was no specific prophecy that we should fast for seven days which is right. But I hope that we would, we would I'm sharing this so that we can know what was happening was that I could sense that prayer was the, the Bible calls something the spirit of prayer and supplication. And over the months, prayer was already rising within the church. And naturally, in that atmosphere, we want to grab as much as possible. And the way to take it up to another notch is by fasting. So they didn't necessarily have to ask us to say fast. If you observe that an environment is increasing in, the, in an atmosphere, one of the things you use to maximize it is fasting. So, and obviously, oh, well, as we know, as God will always have his way, immediately we declared fasting, God began to speak. I said, ah, you know, this fasting period is what I want you to do. And what I'm trying to say at times is that, see, at times people are waiting for God to start the conversation. And he will look at you forever. Now he's saying to us, I want you to be doing it at least quarterly every year. And all I'm just saying is that, you know, I shared this before with us, that when you read the book of Acts, Jesus told his disciples, go and wait. In the upper room. He didn't say pray. He didn't say fast. Why did they pray and fast? Because they understood how it works. At times people expect God to spell it out for them and say, okay, you know, I'm about to do something so fast. There are times he does that. But on most occasions when you get to a point in your journey with him, not that you have a problem, but you just sense that an atmosphere is somewhere. And how do you proceed? At times it's like, and God help us. Amen. You know, at times it's as if you're ministering now. And God will, God will grant us grace. If I'm ministering now, as you're ministering, you would know if God gives you the grace, you would know when the environment is about to explode. That is when people are going, when their atmosphere is speaking, and people are going to go in trance and things like that. And there are times you have to avoid it. It is not all the time that the atmosphere is there that you use. And your guidance comes as you understand the things of God. Maybe. There is a season of the world to be taught. The Spirit of God understands 
that the world proceeds and the atmosphere feeds. So there are times that I may be leading in prayers because there are certain things I want to do or there are certain things God has laid in my heart to do. I'm already seeing the atmosphere. I will just pray about something else to, I don't know what I was but to regulate the atmosphere, if that makes sense. God help us in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that at times it's not, you know, it is, God grant us grace. But I just wanted to say that, that you know, at times when we call for fast, it's not that, ah, did God, I didn't hear a vision that said we should, we should fast. You know, um, there are two ways in the scriptures when God builds an altar. At the time, God will tell someone to build an altar. Another time, somebody will build an altar for God. The example is this. The woman with the issue of blood. Jesus was going to somebody's house to go and raise a child. Another person made the plan for God while he was coming. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. I think I'm paying it further for us so I can, amen. God help us in the name of Jesus. I would have preferred the shield. Yeah, yeah. I would have preferred the shield. God help us, amen. Now, no, don't worry. God bless us all. Amen. Now, so accessing the peace of God. Accessing the peace of God. God bless you, sir. Accessing the peace of God. Now, one of the things that people may not be aware of, or maybe we don't, is that there are instruments by which God uses, there are things in the kingdom of God that you need to be able to achieve certain things in the kingdom. There are times where God will say to somebody, I've seen it before. See, it's not even about buying cars now. I'm talking about when, when God tells somebody to, to stop sinning. Can you, if, if, if somebody's in trance now, somebody says, God said, stop sinning. That is a warning. But that person does not have the ability to stop sinning. Because it is a different instrument in the kingdom of God. What prophecy is doing is letting you be aware. But there is another instrument in the scriptures. That is why you will see a place where if you constantly, if vision is constantly coming out, am I shall go more? Don't do this, don't do that. It doesn't stop it. I, mean, uh, I don't know. It doesn't stop it. Why? And see, what people don't understand is that. In the kingdom of God, there are different instruments to achieve different things. The place of prophecy is cannot take the place of scriptures. So no matter what prophecy is saying to you, you will not have the ability to achieve it. So, you know, I used to say to somebody else, somebody that told me one, he said, ah, by all. God, I, I am receive, I can see this is what God wants to do in your life. Oh, I am so envious. You know, 
God said you should fast and seek his face. But you know what? I will fast along with you. Because I want to partake in that glory. So I said, yeah. I said, you know, I was, I was impressed, you know, because the men were so compelled by what God has shown them. The next morning, I saw that person eating. So, you know, they can hear, but the ability to do is different. That's why you can see somebody who will give prophecy now. They will be the first person that will flout it. Because there is a different system to giving prophecy and being empowered to do it. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. You know, the Bible says, sorry, the Bible says, only be strong and be courageous that you may observe to do according to all the laws of Moses, which is written to you. So, I used to wonder, why does he need to be strong to obey God? Why does he need to be? I thought it was obedience is just, okay, I have had and go and do it. Because there is, because, and I share with us in the video, when God says this, when God says wrong, you cannot run by your ability. That's why I said, say to Zerubbabel, it is not by power. I told you you build a house, but you cannot build it in your own strength. Philippians chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. The Bible says, For God, who is working within you, giving you the desire and the power to do. That means that if the power to do is not released, you cannot do. Even if you are tense, it's just a little good to be for a while. If they say that, ah, you are committing this kind of sin, this is stopping you from, from, um, from, from, maybe from um, uh, getting spiritual power, whatever the case may be. The day you come to the level of that spiritual power, that you, that is, that's the day you begin to sin back. Because that ability to stop was not really. So at times when certain things are said, it is great, but at times it is important that people understand what is the tool do I what tool do I need to achieve this particular thing? What tool do I need to achieve this particular thing? So I just kind of said that because I'm coming to a point of I'm trying to just make us aware that in the kingdom of God there are there are the Bible causes um, Bible courses line by line. There are there are different things by which God expects you to be able to so that you can achieve certain places or certain things in, in our lives. So also as we begin to see how when the word of God is planted in somebody what are the ingredients that he needs for that word to become a reality? 
So when we read Mark chapter 4, 4 verse 15, the Bible, so the Bible describes there that, that, that um, somebody, it's, it's like a sower. You know, a sower, when he goes to a particular place, he sows the seed. And the Bible teaches us that that word is the word of God and the seed, sorry, the seed is the word of God and the ground is the heart of man. So the ability for that seed to be able to become a reality, it depends on how well that ground is kept. Now, just like when we plant, when I plant, when I want to plant, when I put a mango seed in the ground, when you ask me what am I planting, I'm telling you I'm planting a mango tree. What am I trying to say? When God's word is planted into you, God is planting what he wants to see in the future, not the seed now. Does that make sense? You know what I'm trying to say? So when God plants something, in, when the word of God comes into your life, it is not, it is, the content is not what he's saying there. The content is what that word has the ability to become. So when I'm planting a seed, I am planting an orange seed in the ground. I am looking at a hundred tree. I am not expecting to come next year and come and meet seed. So also, when it comes, see, at times I was there that God was calling me and he said, see, stop being excited about it. He said, if you don't do your duty, harvest will not come. So, at times, we, and that's what Jesus was saying. He said, some people would hear the word and they would be so excited and afterwards, it would just fly away. And I've been that kind of, so, you know, one of the things that, when I was serving in Sokoto, in Sokoto, Nigeria, I was, I was serving in, in Bafarawa. Bafarawa is at the, almost at the border of Niger. So I was, I was serving, I was pastoring, and there was a couple that came to, that used to come to our fellowship. And when they were coming to the fellowship, I would preach, I think that they had no well, yeah, a couple because they are two, but not, not couple as in, uh, you know, dating, well, not couple in the proper sense of couple. So they used to come. So then they now so I now saw him one day, he was now coming. He now ran to me because then they used to call us Papa. So ah, Papa, you know, Pentecostal kind of things. Papa. And so he was running down, he said, ah, what is it? He said, ah, he said, I have invited six of my friends. They are coming all the way from Sokoto and Sokoto town to Bafara. It's a long journey. I said, what are they coming to? He said, ah, he said, they are coming to hear you preach. And I said, okay. And I said, he said, he said when are they coming? He said, they are coming very soon. And I said, okay. And everyone is my witness. As I turned back 
I began to cry. I had to go to God and say, God, when did I become Samson? You know what Samson used to do? Samson will cast, give riddles for people to come and die. The people come and people are entertained. People are entertained by the riddles of Samson. What was the concern? The concern I had was that these two, this guy is cohabiting with a lady. They both have, one is, has done engagement in the bottom. The other person has married in uh, whatever, whatever way he came from. And you are now cohabiting. Basically living as married couple in a room. What? And my, my mind was, God, what has he told them? That is making them come. If you, the way you are, you know what I'm trying to say? I was, honestly, and that is me. I had to go to God that day. I wept, and so is my wishes. I wept on my pillow that day until I slept off. Then God came to me in my dream and said, Dario, no, you have done your own. You have provided the bread for them. It is left to them. Why am I saying what I'm saying? I'm saying that to say this. Is that when God is sowing a seed, and see, somebody that is a farmer for God, you should understand that God is not interested in seed. What he's looking for is the tree. So if I can be laboring and sowing seed, and after shouting hallelujah, you now go into the room with another man's wife. And you are now inviting people to come and hear. Excuse me. <laughs> Honestly, you may, you may, you may, you may see that I'm a bit too harsh on myself. All I said, God, have I now become an entertainer? Because that's all I saw. That they were coming to come and hear somebody that was entertaining them. So, what I'm trying to say to you is this is that the word of God, when God sows a seed in a place, is expecting an harvest. Now, it is also important that you know that the way the kingdom of God works, it works in a seed. Um, Mark chapter 4, verse 26. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. The Bible says that he also said, he also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. It is like a man that scatters a seed on the ground. What does that mean? Is that the what when you come to the kingdom of God, what God gives you as cannot be compared with the harvest that God is expecting. When a seed is given to you, it cannot be compared to the harvest that God is expecting. So, the important thing, what I'm trying to say is that there is a gap. There is always a period in the kingdom of God. And that period, the devil is seeking to always abort it 
before it happens. Now, and this is where what I am coming to as we talk about the peace of God. The peace of God is the state at which you can access the mind of God and your mind is at rest. You basically, you can see the seed and you know what this seed is about to achieve. And this is very, also very important as we begin to understand how the peace of God works. Is that no matter how long the journey takes, you are assured of the destination. You may not understand the process, but you know where you are going. An example is Exodus. Let's go to Exodus chapter. 10, uh, 10 3, sorry, from verse 10. He said, now go. Now this is God. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people Israel out of Egypt. So God is saying, God, Pharaoh, I'm not sending you to go. Now where did God tell Moses to bring the people of Israel? He said, I, he said when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. What does that mean? Moses was already there. So Moses had already experienced that mountain before he bought the children of Israel. Moses was just not following them. Just follow me. We don't know where they are going. Just follow. No, Moses knew where they were going. So no matter what happened on the way, Moses had seen the destination. So it did not matter what happened on the way. The children of Israel did not know the destination. So at each problem, they would say, let us go back to Egypt. That is the difference between somebody that has found the peace of God on an issue versus somebody that is trying to, to find their way through. No matter what, so when they saw the Red Sea, Moses said, you are going. So they say, ah, we are going back. So, what I'm trying to point out to you is this. Is that when it comes to how God deals with us, God expects you, he wants to first of all bring you to a point of rest on an issue. So that no matter what happens along the way, you are you are at peace. Because if you don't understand that, any way will be way for you. Any way will be way. See, when I was, I'll go back to that Sokoto issue. When I had three I had no, I had two main fellowship sites. I had two main fellowship sites. And one in Bafarawa town, one in Bafarawa, uh, where the governor has his uh, technical school that was named after him. 
So then, then we already seen signs of Boko Haram in different shapes. So they shut down. So what happened was that we were doing fellowship, and this is not saying this is just normal. We we're doing fellowship, and their children were leaving mocks to come and camp outside. They'll be dancing, they'll be listening to some. So I think that's it. Before we know, all our children will, will become Christians. So they had a meeting, I don't know, whatever is that happened, they shut down the fellowships. So we were trying to argue, we were trying to have conversations and things and things like that. And the child said, ah, it's not possible, da 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 da, and things like that. I can never forget. I got to Sokoto, I got to I got to see the imam was somebody who was like a senior person chief in that place. So I said to him, I said, please sir, I said that. We are just doing fellowship that and I said, oh, no, no, we can never have. He said, that fellowship is closed. I said, it cannot be closed. Ah. He said, he said, do you want to dare me? And he made a statement that day, I will never forget. He said, those who came before you, their blood, this land granted, you will not be different. And then I said, ah. okay. So I just went, I called a couple of people who were my seniors in, in the things of God. I said, ah, Bayo, you have a great future ahead of you. God is going to use you, so let this one go. I let this one go. Ah, you are in the north. Everybody there is a Muslim. In the cabinet, they are all Muslim. If they kill you, they just kill you for fun. So there was a program in Sokoto town. And I went to Sokoto town that day and I was praying. I'll get, I'll get to that point where we begin to look at how to access the peace of God. So that day as I was praying, you know, I, later on, afterwards, I was so bothered and now I slept. And I heard that when someone came to me and said, Emmanuel, for God is with you. you know, Emmanuel, I bear Emmanuel, they were, they were not calling my name. But they were giving an example. The Bible says, Emmanuel for God is with me. As soon as I stood up, I knew God had settled that part. But the challenge now arose. Before I go to Sokoto, the, I, I didn't know that my fellow members had said, Ah, thank God Papa has gone to town. So all these um, mega data boys, they were ready. <laughs> Said he will not allow us fight. So by, by the time he comes back, we will have wrecked the place. We will have destroyed so many things. They will face those people and tell them that what do what do you mean that we cannot have God? Da, 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 things like that. So my assistant, she was calling me. She said, Ah, where are you? I was hearing screaming at the back, at the guy at the background. He was saying, Don't call him. Before he comes here, we'll open the church. Nothing can happen. And he's like, I said, God, hey. You know, by the time I got back, I said, I got back to the place. I said to them, What did you start blaming the other lady? Why did you call him? He will not allow us to do this and things like that. So that day, I just went in and I began to pray. Then I went into the into 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 a quiet area and I, a forest really. I just said to God, I said, God, I said, 
What am I going to tell my child that I called you and you did not answer? I was single. And after I prayed, I called my uh, a deputy, someone that is in charge of that local fellowship. I said, go and call the man. It was only morning. Go and tell the man that I am worshipping, I am opening that church today and we are going to do worship. He said, sir. <laughs> he said, he said, this is what he said. I said, no, go and tell him. And by the time he got there, he said, um, our papa <laughs> said that he wants to come and worship. And the man said, yeah, tell him the church is open. And that's how we did worship. But what I'm trying to say to you is that I had to first of all secure God's peace. It did not mean my environment had changed. But the peace had already been secured. Does this make sense? Yeah. So God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, that's why Jesus, when you go to um, Matthew chapter 11, verse 25, he said, um, he said at that time, um, at that time Jesus prayed, Oh Father in heaven, um, oh, Father, oh Father of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise, clever, and revealing it to them, revealing to them, sorry, revealing them to children like, amen. Let's just go to the next slide. I just want to point out something there. Um, to the verse 20, yeah, God bless you. Man. So he said, he said, then Jesus said, he was talking about how God called secrets. Then now also he said, then Jesus said, come to me all of you who are weary and carry everybody, and I will give you rest. How did he say he was going to give it to them? He said, he said, take my yoke upon you and let me teach you. So that means that there is a teaching on how to access God's rest. There is a, a method of accessing the rest of God. So that Jesus said, he said, come, let me teach you. You know, at times when we read Yoga version, you never, I didn't see that for a long time. Or even when you read the KJV, the whole KJV will say that, lean of, learn of me. So, you know, I've had God help us. You know, at times I've had people who have preached it and said, Jesus said, lean on me. That's not what he said. He said, learn of me. But, so this is why he said, let me teach you. Because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find the rest for your soul. So what I'm pointing out is that when it comes to the place of finding rest, there is a teaching that leads you to that place of rest. There is a teaching that leads you to that place of rest. Psalm 103, verse 7, we, 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 we mentioned on this a little bit earlier. The Bible says, he showed his way. The Amplified will say that he made known his ways of righteousness and justice to Moses and his act to the children of Israel. 
people will say that, see, if it is by signs and wonders, nobody on earth has ever seen more signs and wonders, signs and concerned, than the children of Israel. Yet, they turned back. Why? Because they have not learned the way of God. They, Moses had found rest. So Moses did not need to be convinced. Moses knew that this is where we are going. Irrespective of what happens. So the, so the difference between Moses and the children of Israel was that Moses understood ways. The children of Israel were just seeing signs. So the day they don't see signs, they say, Moses, let's go back. See, this is important even as you stand in wherever God has called you to understand how to assess, assess God's peace on a particular issue. To assess God's peace on a particular issue. Hallelujah. So, I would give an example. And please, let me first of all caveat it in this way. I am hoping we, nobody knows it, but the Bible says we prophesy in part. Somebody, you know, somebody, and genuinely came to meet me many years ago and said, ah, pastor, we should be doing this, 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 this way because th this is why this thing is not happening this way. This is why this thing is not happening this way. There was no way I could. I have explained this to you know so many times. So I said to that person, I said, go and pray. See what God says. Some people would think that when I say go and pray, they think that he's, he's trying to push us in. What am I doing? I'm trying to make them access the same peace that are found on an issue. Why I am not bothered about what is happening. So when that person went to pray, as soon as they, they said, by the time they were praying, they had God clear, what I told you to do, keep doing it. Irrespective of what it is that happened, what I'm trying to say is that they were able to access the peace of God. So how do we access God's peace? How do we access God's peace? Philippians chapter 4. The Bible says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstances and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God, and the peace of God that assures, sorry, the, the, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So he was saying that there is a pattern by which you pray to a point on an issue 
that your mind finds rest. There was a testimony. There was a testimony, was it last week? There was a testimony last week that that um, that was shared with me on a particular issue. That issue was very. <laughs> that issue was very. Um, you needed faith. I needed faith. You know, but as far as you can say that, you need, yes, you know, <laughs> you would just pray and things like that. And that person was saying to me that you know, she prayed to a point. She said she woke up that morning and she just had peace. You had prayed to that point where you have entered peace. Situation has not changed. In fact, he almost got worse afterwards. But the peace has been given. By the time when God was going to do it, we were both saying that we have not had this kind of thing done this way. But what happened first? First, he first of all accessed the peace of God via the altar of prayer. So you get to a point on your prayer life that you, you stumble and you enter the peace of God on an issue. And at that time, no matter what happens afterwards, you are peace. The second part of peace, let us go, the second aspect of it, the Bible says that, let's go on to verse 9, uh, verse 8. It says, finally, brother, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is respectful, whatever is right, and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and awesome, and awesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. He said, if there's any, any, if, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, continually, uh, so I think continually on these things and center your mind on them, implant them in your heart. This is amplified, sorry. Just, he said, the Bible says, these things which you have learned and received and seen, in me, practice this thing daily in your life and the God, and the God who is the source of peace Will do all with you. So there is another aspect of, of maintaining your peace by constantly meditating on God's promises. That is one aspect. But the aspect we are looking at as we are coming, as we are find, as we are coming to the end of our prayer altar, is the way by which by prayer you can access the peace of God. You can access the peace of God. Now, and somebody that demonstrated this is Jesus. Let's just quickly go to Matthew chapter 26 because we're time. The Bible says, and Jesus went. Sorry, and Jesus went with his disciples to the place called Gethsemane. And 
he said to them, sit here while I go over to pray. He took Peter and two other sons of Zebedee along with him. He began to be sorrowful and troubled. He said to them, my soul is overwhelmed to the point of death. He said, stay here and stay, he said, stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell to his face to the ground and began to pray. So what was happening was that his soul was already being troubled on an issue. He needed to access the peace of God on that particular place. And the process is, he took that issue to the place of prayer. He took that issue to the place of prayer. In fact, you will begin to see that, you know, and the Bible says in Luke chapter 22, the Bible says that the father... He said, he said, he was talking, this is just, the father, if you are willing, you will take this cup away from me. Yet, not my will, but your will be done. The Bible said, an angel appeared. So, what I'm trying to say is that, he was able to access that peace. Even though the situation around him did not change. After Jesus had an encounter with that angel, he stood up from the altar of prayer. And he said to them, when they came, he said, oh yeah, let's go. Why? Because the peace was already there. His disciples that were not praying, that were sleeping, they ran. They, one of them ran to the point that he ran away naked. Do you know that? One of his disciples. <laughs> they ran naked. They forgot their clothes. Let's look at it. Um, Different somebody that has, has accessed the peace of God and said, Then everyone deserted him and they fled. A young man wearing nothing but a, a, but a linen garment was following Jesus. And when they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garments behind. When Jesus said, Let us go. The disciples ran. One forgot his garment. Why? What was the difference in the two? One accessed peace. The other one just is just going with the flow. The other one is just going with the flow. May God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to come to the place of prayer. But I want you to first of all understand that it is important that you begin to develop the ability to access the peace of God on an issue. Then you can begin to fight from that point of view. You can begin to fight. See, Paul assessed the peace of God. Paul was in prison. Paul would be writing to people that are not in prison. Say, be of good cheer. Paul is in prison. See, let me, I've said this over and over again, you know. It's, it may seem as a do, but you can learn something from it. 
I was, when I went to, um, when I finished secondary school, I did not have my English. And I had their blood papers except my English. So then you could go to, um, uh, you could do pre-degree, all those kind of things. So I went, I went to do diploma in the university. So by the time, I, that diploma was for, for two years. By the time, so when I was doing that diploma, I used to come home, there were cars, and my mom used to say to me, ah, Bayo, learn how to drive. I said, why do I want to learn how to drive? I said that, Kilon Junun, basically, what is so, why my friends are in proper school. I am doing diploma. Of what benefit is it for me to want to learn a car, learn how to drive? It doesn't make sense. Then, as if I, I took that as a sacrifice on myself. So, the day the exams was going to not happen, that was the same day they put my final exams in my uni. My uni is in Adrekiti, not. My school is in Lagos. There is no way on earth I will be able to do the two exams even in two days. Or, yeah, okay, but in a day, it is impossible. So I was walking around that day saying, God, ah, how am I going to do this? Am I going to have an extra year? This, 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 this I think it's like that. Because if I finish my, um, my uh, diploma, I still need that English to be able to go into proper university. Or not proper but uh, do direct entry, what they call it there. And I was, <laughs> I was praying, I was, and it got to a point, my prayer just changed. And my prayer was, God, send rapture. <laughs> Honestly, send rapture. Even if I don't go, at least everybody will scatter. <laughs> then I would come and do my wayek and do my, at least you will fall into different days. I can remember where I was walking in the bush, praying, seeking God. Just send rapture. Let something happen. God, if I don't, if I don't go, it's not a problem. Just, just let me do my English separately. Do my and I was praying that prayer. And God, I guess God was like, I said, this guy is so confused. <laughs> but when God is going to do it, the university went on strike. Uh, sorry, not university. All lecturers in Nigeria ASU went on strike. So that means exam cannot be conducted. So I went back to Lagos to go and do my just, uh, my, my, my wife. It was on the day I dropped my last paper that all universities in Nigeria opened. Do you know what happened? God did what you would do. But what lack of peace allowed me to do was that I did not learn to drive. 
By the time I now finished and said, I want to drive, he said, well, we don't have time for you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So I had cars for free in Nigeria. I'm now coming to UK to come and spend 25, 30 pounds an hour. What they were using to beg me at the time. Why? Because I have not learned to observe the peace of God. What am I trying to say? You will lose a lot if you have not learned to access God's peace on an issue. By the time God will do what he will do, you have lost a lot of it. Then you now begin to say, uh, God will use more to take one. No, it was because you did not learn to access God's peace. Some people say, you know, I don't, I, I have not even had a good, no, nothing good is happening in my life. You know, and they say that I should come and get married. What, 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 what is the big deal in getting married? And the day God will not do what he's going to do. And I say, ah, God, please. Oh, God has said, you know, and I suffered. God said, no, 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 no. You did not learn to settle in peace so that you can do other things in your life. So people's lives are stuck because they cannot access God's peace on an issue. God will do it when he's going to do it. But he expects you to be able to settle in his peace so that when other opportunities are passing you by, you will be able to see it. Does this make sense to us? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. As we come to a point, let's just go to the tower. I'm just keeping the scriptures now. Thank you. Now, this scripture will always amaze me. God said, rise up, set out of your, of, 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 on your journey, and go over to the valley of, of, of Hanun. And behold, I have given into your hands Sion and Sion the Hamorite and the king of Hebron and his land. You would think what that means is just walking there and take it. In said, begin to possess it and contend in battle. How can you have something and still be expected? To contend in battle. That is the definition of peace. You understand where it's going to end. But you have to go through that battle. I used to fondly say, World Cup is coming now. Nigeria is going to go. But everybody in Nigeria knows we are not going to win. It is, it is the truth. Brazil is going to World Cup with the expectation that they are winning. That is the difference. Go to the very last slide. For those who watch, um, see, this is the thing. Now, all the fans of this club, Malone Moore, yeah, I don't know where they are, but all the fans of this club, when they qualify for Champions League, they know that they are not going to win. But these two, except this one, expects that they will be in the final. 
They are both playing the same game. One, you may say the, it is settled in their hearts that we are just, we are, we are proceeding in this path because we know where we are going to head. These ones are going to say, ah, well, you see, you know, we, we are special king. And that is what God was saying to them. He said, I have given you that land, but let the peace of God. So I used to say to people, we are battling from the position of winning. We are not battling to win. We are battling from the position of winning. This is extremely important as you, as God begins to do a lot of things in your life because everything in God's pattern has different time scales. And if you don't understand that, you will be for God one day, the next day you are doing something else. Because you have not learned to access peace on an issue. But when you access peace, even if the devil wants to take it, you know how to get there. You come back to the place of prayer, to the point where you can finally hit that peace again, and you settle there. <coughs> Does this make sense to us? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, because let's just go to the scripture before that as we you know, no, just before there. The Bible says, second Corinthians, the Bible says that yeah, the Bible says that but we thank God who has made us his captive and continues to lead us along, along in Christ's triumphant possession. So basically what the Bible is saying is that you are part of a group. You are continually winning. The song will say, Awa jua shegun lo, ni tori awa beke wa yojisu. What we are saying is that as we come to the place of the fast and praying, as we come to a, to a close, I want you to, to learn to begin to walk from the place of your strength, which is the place of peace. That's why the Bible calls it the peace that surpasses understanding. That means you cannot explain it. You just know on this issue, you are at peace. That doesn't mean you will not pray. That doesn't mean you will not fast. But you are not fasting at all. You are fasting to, 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 um, you are fasting from the position of strength. Because the peace of God is already upon you. The failure that people make at times, the people who go, hey, you know, I have peace and they don't pray again. No. It is it's lack of understanding of scriptures. You, you, you have, you access peace and you stay there. God will grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. There are so many times, so many people have lost a lot in life. I've seen people who, you know, <laughs> Somebody said that, you know, as he was saying that as a pastor, he said, most of the job you do at times, sadly, is to amend damages. People have made mistakes, they've left their peace, 
and they've run into, into errors. And I believe that, I'm just trying to point us to the point of prayer. Because God strengthens your inner man to the point whereby you can access his peace. And once you can access his peace, it is like, it is like, it is like David when he met, before he met Goliath, he said, he said, God that has delivered the lion into my hands, ah, Goliath, you would. Why? Because he was, he had, he had peace on that issue. So as we are coming to God, we are saying, God, on this issue, Father, let me access peace. Lead me to the place, place of peace on this issue. Lead me to the place of peace. So that no matter what happens, you know, you understand what God has said. I said to somebody, you know, it is. <laughs> I said to somebody, I tell you, you, know, you, need, you need a lot of faith as, you know, as, as you know, the more you walk with God, the more you go, hi, God, are you free? Somebody, there was a prophecy that was given to somebody who said that that person will not be, they will get their papers and they will not be deported. So, believe in God, believe in God, believe in God. One day, they were going, immigration tax tax them, put them into, uh, what's it called, into holding place. God. Ah, God. I see, at the time, you... <laughs> At the time, God see, I appreciate maybe maybe it's just my own, you know, and I'm still learning. But at the time that God would just, he wouldn't even bother talking because he's spoken. What you are now expecting to be is, 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 is to entertain you. So God, 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 God was happening. God was happening. God was happening. Praying and praying and praying. They give that person tickets. Praying and praying and praying and praying. The days of tickets came. Took them to eat through, boarded them to eat to the place. And ah, you happen. You happen. The left. What are you going to say? God understands. I want married in your love. That person landed in Italy. Sorry, in Muritala. Immigration rejected him. Told them to bundle him back to where he's coming from. He landed back in his country. Today they have us. But it was <laughs> it was not easy, sir. It was it was not easy. <laughs> because if you like, you know, then you know you chat not to, you chat not to. Confront, you are not people to ask you questions. You just go, mm, are you going to tell the truth? Are you going to tell the truth? Are you going to tell the truth? But he, he has spoken. He needs you to settle in his peace. You are seeing that play in gold, but he's saying, no, that's not what I said to you. So what, what is the problem? Person landed in Muritala. I've not had it before. Immigration, I didn't know immigration has the power to reject someone and say, you know, it's not, it's not a Nigerian. We don't believe in a Nigerian, so why do you and he was born in the back. Access God's peace. 
See, the higher that God is going to take you in your journey with him, you need to learn to access his face. Because he'll be telling you things that you look around and you say, ah, what are you talking about? You need to learn to stay on his peace. So as we are training ourselves bit by bit to be able to access the peace of God, on a, or maybe your own issue may be just be about your career. It's a starting place. So that you can set your peace can be settled on an issue. At times, God is trying to train some of us to learn to access His peace on a certain thing because this big issue that I think is an issue. God said, No, the bigger one is coming. When you have people on your neck, when you have destinies tied to you, are you going to say, Ah, I'm not really sure now? You know, but, but let's. May God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There is a prophecy that was given. I know God is really hammering this because he knows that I'm not <laughs> I didn't normally know I must God help us. Amen. God said that God, uh, the Lord said that people should learn to give. People should learn to give. He said no matter what you have been asking for that he hasn't done. He said, give him times. Give him times. And he said, he said, we should give him times in its in, in we, we should give times giving service throughout the year. And everyone must continue in their own homes and family. You know, but no matter what you think you don't have, you know, my dad used to say something. He said it was invited of Lagos. He thought he was the poorest person. No, he was really poor. He was, you know, he had, he had talent. On the day he he hung his boxers outside, and somebody packed it to go and wear. He said, "Ah, God!" <laughs> I thought my own was bad, but surely there are some people that are worse. <laughs> so since then he said, "Ah, I will complain the day. I will complain the day." God bless us in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.